Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of ABC Podcast. Um, Last week, we talked about salvation, so I believe it's only fitting that we talk about our daily walk and what we as Christians are supposed to do once Christ has saved us from condemnation. You know, what what has happened to us after this salvation? What does God expect us to be once we have received this free gift? Are we to continue on the same road we were going down? Or are we supposed to be different? And um, to help me talk about an aspect of salvation, I believe it kind of seems to elude us, is this part of salvation. Brother Everett's here. He's going to talk about it with me because he has done a study with that. But we're going to talk about sanctification, sanctification, being sanctified. Um, The Apologetics Dictionary defines sanctification, you know, that the Hebrew and Greek means to be set apart from common use or to be made holy. The nature of sanctification is twofold in that Christians have been made holy through Christ and are called to continue to grow into and strive for holiness by cooperating with the indwelling Holy Spirit until they enjoy complete conformity to Christ. And again, like I said, um, I have Brother Everett, a good brother in Christ and also a good friend here with me today. And um, he has done a study on sanctification, and let's get to um, breaking this sanctification down. Brother Everett, um, I know you've done a study on this, and why don't you just tell us you know, what you have found through Scripture about sanctification? Well, first of all, uh, I think sometimes people are confused when they look at justification versus sanctification. In other words, uh, when you look at justification, you know, that is a legal standing, and it happens, you know, once for all time. And it is entirely God's work, and it's perfect in this life, and it's the same for all Christians as soon as you believe. But the sanctification is is an internal condition. It, it is continuous throughout life, and it's also the believer cooperates in this type of sanctification. And there is never perfection in this life, but yet sanctification is greater in some than it is in other Christians. And I have found out there's three stages of uh, of this this uh thing we're calling sanctification and and the first one is that regeneration you are sanctified you are set apart and then also you're sanctified throughout life but this sanctification is not totally completed until death or when Christ returns for our bodies now I did study a little bit before uh, when Damien asked me to do this and I looked up a little bit of Greek here and uh in the Greek you know this word sanctification or sanctify is is hagamaios. In other words, it means separated to God or set apart, and it is our relationship with God into which a person enters into faith in Christ. In other words, it is his will and his calling for believers. It must be pursued by the believer daily throughout his life. It is not an individual, uh, it is an individual possession. You know, it's built up a little by little as you are obedient to God through the word of God with the Holy Spirit as our guide. But then also, uh, that root word in the Greek is also hagaion. In other words, it is the same root word that's used for sanctuary. In other words, that's a structure that is uh, set aside or set apart for worship. So as believers, we are now God's sanctuary or his temple. In other words, we're set aside by God for his purpose, for his glory, when we are sanctified. In other words, we are his sanctified sanctuary. Uh, every believer, I believe, is set apart by God, you know, through justification that, that we had just talked about and is declared holy unto the Lord. But 
But this sanctification, we don't want to get it confused with what, what I call progressive sanctification. In other words, this type of sanctification is your present walk. It is not your condition, but it is your present walk. And in uh, second, let's see, Acts 20, 32, it says, all who are sanctified by the word of his grace is able to build you up in spiritual growth. And in 1 Corinthians 1, verse 2, and in 30, it says, all are called. All are called to be saints, are called to be sanctified. Those who are in Christ are sanctified through him. Also in 1 Corinthians 6, 11, it says, as believers, we are washed clean, justified, sanctified by the Lord Jesus. 2 Thessalonians 2.13, God's plan for believers from before the beginning of time was for justification through salvation, through sanctification, through the Holy Spirit, to those who believe in the truth. Hebrews 2.11, at sanctification, we become set apart as brothers and sisters in Christ to do a sanctifying work, set apart for service through a purifying purification process from sin. In other words, we're sanctified daily through and by the Holy Spirit. Hebrews 3.1 says our call, our heavenly calling is an effectual call. In other words, this is the part where we cooperate. In other words, we're to participate and partake in this gift of grace that God has offered to us through, through this justification process where we can be sanctified. Hebrews 10.10 and verse 14, sanctified by his body. And this is very important. In other words, we're sanctified by his body, the body of Christ, his atoning death. As we produce righteousness daily, we're being sanctified through the Holy Spirit made available to the believer. You know, Brother Everett, I tell you, that's a lot. Because, you know, even in the scripture there, you talked about in, in Corinthians here, where it says justified and sanctified. You know, you started out and you said, you know, there's a difference and we, we mess it up as far as justification and sanctification. And man, I automatically go to James. You know, you, you are justified by works and not faith alone. You know, and also go, we always use um, Romans 10, 9, right? You know, if you confess Jesus Christ, you know, is Lord and believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead, that you will be saved. But we forget about verse 10, you know, where it says that it is with the heart that you are justified by God. And when the mouth you are, you confess and are saved. So right in that, you are justified by that change that comes every single day. And through our sanctification each day, we follow through and are justified by people who see what we do and things that we do. Not that we're saved by that, but our sanctification each day helps justify our salvation and, and our, say, our... Um, Verbal commitment to God yes. is not then null and void. We know that it's justified by our sanctifying each day and Amen. people seeing us do that. And, um, you know, exactly. it's a lot. And I tell you what, I think about that sanctification every day. And I also think about, you know, when Jesus said to his disciples, you know, those who come after me, right. deny thyself, take up your cross daily. Yeah. And follow me. You know, we right. we as Christians, and this is important to understand, through this sanctification each day, it grows us closer to God. You know, before that, our sin separated us. It just absolutely separated us from God. Okay? Jesus Christ was the only factor, the cross, put in 
between us and God so that we have a way to cross over to God, to make us right with God. But how does that make us right with God? You know, how, how does that make us right with God? Do we continue? Do we continue even after we accept right. Jesus Christ being who we used to be? Do you, exactly. You know, what do you have on that? Uh, well, the Holy Spirit is the work. That is the work that that that, uh, that 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 is progressive, and it works through the believer. But here's the kicker: it's through obedience. Mm-hmm. But you you have to have this this true salvation to produce this obedience, and you have to be obedient to the Word of God. In other words, the believer's life should constantly produce an increasingly holiness and become more and more like our Lord Jesus Christ. And you mentioned. Uh, John, and, and I love to go through John uh, chapter 13 through 17 mm-hmm. because that's where Jesus is in the upper room with his disciples. Right. And he is just, he has a dialogue with them on all this. In other words, uh, and I have a lot of scripture here on that. In other words, John, especially in John chapter 17, and that's where Jesus starts to pray mm-hmm. for himself, for his disciples. But what the great thing about that is, is where he prayed for future believers. He prayed for us over 2,000 years ago, and that's powerful <laughs> right there. But anyway, John 17, you know, 17 through uh, John chapter 17, verse 17 and 19. In other words, it says you're sanctified by your truth. In other words, God's truth. Jesus is sanctified by God for his will and his purpose. So we can be set apart as believers. In other words, uh, I look back to Romans chapter 6, verses 1 through 22. It says we are dead to sin. We are alive to God. And you go back to that Second Corinthians, you know, chapter 3, verse 18, we're transformed by the Spirit. In other words, that Holy Spirit is the power that, that, that helps us work through this pro- progressive sanctification. And in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 3 and 4, it says the will of God causes us and demands this sanctification. We're, we're, we're to uh, stay away from sexual impurity. In other words, we should know how to possess and protect our earthly body, this vessel, this vessel. And it's only through God's grace and the Holy Spirit can we maintain that sanctification that controls our mind, our soul, and our body. And But this is also important here, very important, I believe, in this. You know, in other words, uh, as every believer, Damien has already said that, you know, we, we were in sin, but but as even as believers, we're in a constant conflict with the flesh. So this new in Christ is doing always doing battle every day in the flesh. So the provision for this victory is made through the power, as I've said before, through the Holy Spirit. But the struggle is always there all throughout this believer's earthly life. And it never ends until we meet the Lord. And any claim that sin is completely eradicated is unscriptural. And you can look in through Romans chapter 7, or you can look through Romans chapter 8, and it will show you that sin is never completely eradicated. Now, it is possible. It is not possible, but the Holy Spirit provides for our victory over that sin. Well, you know, Brother Everett, I, this is one of those subjects can, you know, it can step real deep on somebody's toes, you know. Yeah. Because when we think about sanctification and being set apart, you know, the first time, I, first thing I think about is, you know, God sanctifies us. Okay, so He sets us apart, and then I think about our lives, and and what do we sanctify? You know, do we also set things apart 
I mean, you think about sports, you think about food, you think about this. You go, you know, all of us know around here when we go to somewhere to eat, you go to grandma's to eat, you want to get in there first, cut you a little piece of that pie and set it off to the side because that's what you like, right? Or, you know, you want to make sure your kid gets on that baseball team or you want to make sure your kid gets on that football team. You want to set all this stuff aside. But do we also set aside stuff for God? Because that's what sanctifies us each day grows us closer to him to know what it is you know i love it you have scripture you know because what what is our truth our truth is nothing but scripture we can't go um anywhere else there is no truth besides god's truth out there and this sanctification is, is so important and and i want i want everybody out there listening to to understand this and really really even if you have to you know really sit and meditate on these on these things and, um, you know, as, as we, as we continue here and just really listen to brother Everett, okay. As to what he's saying in the scriptures, he's saying, write them down. Think about the sanctification. Think about, you know, how you're justified through sanctification and, and how your daily life is and, and what, what are you, what is being sanctified in your life? Are you being set aside for God? And, um, brother Everett, go ahead. I know but it's very, it's, it's just very important to get into the word of God to help you grow spiritually like i said before you know uh there are some that are, are are greater than others in this sanctification process and some of them grow more than others but you have to be into the word because i like i said before the holy spirit is the only thing that's going to help you crucify this flesh mm-hmm. in ephesians you know uh chapter 4 verses 22 it says the holy spirit renews the mind uh, Philippians 3.12, press on toward the goal. Colossians chapter 3, 9 through 10. In other words, put on this image of Christ. Put off the old man, put on the new man. That is part of this sanctification process. 1 Peter 1, 14 through 16. We have to be obedient and we have to be holy in our conduct as in this holy calling that Jesus has set us aside to be go through this sanctification process. Because in 1 John 3, verses 5 through 9, it says, Christ was manifested to take our sins away. If we abide in him, we sin not. Habitual sin reveals you are not saved as a believer. So, you know, we have to have this new birth and this new creature. And that's why it's very important uh, to be able to go through this sanctification process that you do believe and that you are a believer in Christ. Uh, back to that John, you know, uh, 17, 70 through 19, you know, uh, this sanctification, it, it has to be accomplished, you know, through the truth of scripture, the word of God. Uh, you know, here in, in chapter 17, Jesus in the upper room, he, he was, and in verse 19, it says, uh, Jesus says himself, he says, I was sanctified by the father and his will so that by believing Others can be set apart or sanctified Mm. by God to the truth. Romans 6, I love this, 1 through 22. It says, we are united together in the likeness of his death that the old should be passed away. In other words, crucify the old flesh, dead to sin. Present ourselves as righteous instruments of God. We should be producing fruit. And I'm talking about good fruit to holiness daily through this sanctification process. You know, Mr. Everett, I really, I really, you know, this, this is like a five part series, I believe, you know, and you can't fit it all in the, and we can't fit it all into one section, but I, I, I tell you what, man, this, I believe is just, 
it is the foundation of us after we have accepted Christ of what we should be doing every day. Amen. You, you know, um, I just think about so many scriptures because if we believe that, you know, that second Timothy, you know, 316, that all scripture was breathed out by God and is profitable, you know, then you go back to um, Psalms 119, 160, you know, and it, and it says, it says all God's words are truth and his law is eternal. You know, those things that we should seek the truth of God each and every day is the things that help us with that sanctification. And the scriptures, and, and this is what the past few weeks I, I've, I've been trying on this podcast, you know, starting out with Joseph and memorization of scripture, starting out with how valid our, our book is and how valid it is, and then, and then going to salvation and what the truth does for you in salvation. But after that salvation comes a change. I mean, it, it, if you believe something wholeheartedly in your heart, there has got to be a, a change after that. And this daily sanctification is that continual growth and change. Right. It is very much so. Second Corinthians 3.18, by the Spirit of the Lord, we are being transformed to the same image of Christ to be more like him daily. The more we grow in the knowledge of Christ, the more that Christ is going to be revealed to us and in us. And what did Paul say in Philippians 3.14? Paul said, I'm constantly pressing on to perfection. In other words, Paul, one of the greatest ever in the New Testament. In other words, he was even constantly pressing on to perfection. He said, I'm running. It's just like a never-ending race. In other words, towards a goal to be more like Christ. And then we will have that upward call when we are present with him when he calls us home. That's powerful. That is that. You know, you think about it, I and mean, all of us can relate that to athletes and, and, and running a race. And it gets weary. You know, it gets tiring. It gets, um, it, you know, you get winded, you know, in a, in a sense. And what Paul's saying there, you know, is, is I'm running this race, you know, and, and, and you don't have to run it by yourself. The thing is, is you have a running mate. It's a marathon. It's a marathon. And you have a running mate in Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit through you to follow you along Every stumble, every every fall, but the, the the matter and the thing is with this sanctification is like it says, you know, when you put your hand to the plow, if you look back, you're not worthy of the kingdom of heaven. You know, right. when you think about that, you don't look back. When you're racing someone or when you're running, you know, my daddy always told me, he said, you lose a tenth of a second every time you look back to see who's behind you. Okay, because you're not focusing on your race. You know, like Paul said, I'm running this race. We run our race each day. You know, it's not for us to say judge people, but we are justified by our sanctification each day. You know, and, and our race and what we're running, you know, everybody's running a race. So everybody can see whether you're in the front or in the back or whether you're in the middle. You know, and that sanctification and that growing each and every day um, that we have to focus on inside our lives is what our goal should be to the end Conformity to Christ. Amen. Amen. My last two uh, scriptures here. Ephesians 3, chapter 16 through 19. It says, Strengthen, strengthen yourself through the Holy Spirit in the inner man, rooted, grounded, filled with fullness of God. Grow stronger through the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will energize it, will revitalize it, will empower the obedient, committed Christian. In other words, Galatians 5.16 says, walk in the Spirit. 
2 Corinthians 3.18. And I'll leave you with this. All believers should have nothing obstructing our view and our vision of Christ and his glory as revealed to us in Scripture. We are being transformed, sanctified daily by the Holy Spirit. We are in his image, so we should be like Christ. He is our ultimate example. Yes, and you know, it's so fitting um, that a lot of, well, pretty much all these books are written by Paul. You know, because what, what does he say there in 1 Corinthians 11? 1? Imitate me, for I imitate Christ. You know, that's an that's a extremely bold statement for somebody to say. To be able to say, look at me, because I imitate Christ. I mean, if we all as Christians think about our daily walk, mm -hmm. you know, and we talk to people every day and talk about, if you do talk about Christ every day, can you say that? You know, can, can we actually look? And I'll, look, Paul wasn't Christ. He wasn't perfect. But he said, imitate me for I imitate Christ. So in that, there is an imitation that should be so strong that people could follow you to that in conformity. You know, they see his sanctification and he's saying, I am justified by my sanctification because I want Christ and I want him to indwell in me and I'm going to live like him every, each and every day. Now watch how I do that. Mm -hmm. We all are very relational human beings. We look at people, we look at our surroundings and we look at things around us each and every day. Okay. Now, some of us, think that those are judgments, but but it's not. It is an observation of how people live every single day. You know, and then in your statement of, hey, I'm a Christian, what justifies mm -hmm. that? You know, do you, are you justified by your sanctification every single day? I mean, that's the, the scary thing about this imitate me as I imitate Christ is when we sin, we are implement we're I guess you might say we're implementing Christ mm -hmm. because we are his temple. Yeah. I mean, you think about, we think about the Ten Commandments. Everybody talks about, do not use the Lord's name in vain. Okay? We think about that as, as saying a cuss word or it coming out of our mouth. But the problem with that is, is we all want to uphold our family names. But what we don't think about is when we say, I am a Christian, you have just placed the name of Christ on you. Mm -hmm. So, if nothing in your life says you're Christ-like, you are taking the Lord's name on you in vain. So that daily sanctification, when people see us, when people see us mess up and we decide, man, I'm sorry. I messed up. I sinned. I sinned in front of you or I sinned against you. Please forgive me. God, forgive me. You know, Paul, I believe, is, is he's talking about these different things that make us grow. You know, exactly. I mean, you can't work a muscle without it being sore. So when you work a muscle and it's sore, that means growth, okay? When people see us and they may get a little offended about how we do this or do that, it's growth. You know, when we mess up, it's growth. But it all has to be to the glory of God, and each and every day has to be to our growth and sanctification. Exactly. And that's why we are set aside. We are not like the world. We're to be different. Mm -mm. And, you know, Jesus said, you know, if the world hated me, they're going to hate you as well. And um, in today's time, and today's time, we have to get this as Christians. We have to learn that the only truth, the only truth that we can live by is 
from the true word of God. And we know that the word dwelt among us as flesh. Okay. And we seen God's glory in that and his what? Truth and grace, his grace and truth, his glory and truth. We see this in Jesus Christ. So in closing today, what I want everybody to understand and really, really pick up here is this sanctification is an important process. Are we going to be perfect at sanctification? Absolutely not. We mess up every single day. But that does not mean that we stop in the middle of the race and change our ways back. What we do is we pick ourselves up and we continue forward. We put our hands to the plow. We do not look back. And then at the end, we get what our hope is. Okay, we hope in the things we can't see. We have faith in the hope and the things we can't see so that in the end, we see what we hoped for. Thank you all for joining us today. Thank you, Brother Everett, for coming today. And and I tell you what, keep listening in um, next week. I'm going to try and have um, Brother Derek Garland on here as the football coach, head football coach. And we're going to talk about some of these things in our life that may get in the way of our growth. And uh, again, Brother Everett, thank you. And God bless all of you. And have a good day.